child and adolescent mental health disorders. 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids. numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to It death. seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family. There's just a constant country. pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today on this episode of Teen Talk, I am joined by a group of local teens. We will talk about how life has changed because of COVID-19. Now that we are wrapping up the school year, it's a great opportunity to check in and see how the times have changed for our teens. Through thoughtful conversation, we will discuss the challenges we are all facing. Together, we will navigate these uncertain times in an effort to educate, inspire, and instill hope for those who are listening. First off, thank you guys for being here. Um, As we get into this today, um, maybe you could share with me what's one word that summarizes these unprecedented times for you? Um, Crazy. Unexpected, yeah. (laughs) So crazy, and what was yours? Unexpected. It's kind of wild, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So how how have things been for you? I mean, obviously, your whole world changed. Um, you know, you unplugged back earlier in the year and had to quickly kind of redirect and adapt to um, doing school from home. How was that for you guys? I feel like it was kind of awkward for me. I don't know. It felt weird at first because it felt like, I don't know. You know, being at home, when you're at home, you feel like you're on break because normally when you're at home, you're on break. So having to do work from home on like a consistent basis was a really strange feeling. And it was kind of hard to be motivated sometimes. So, yeah, that's my experience of it. I totally get that. What about for you? Um, I agree. Um, I mean, it was kind of hard to, you know, do work from home as we did, didn't have to learn from home um, when we went to school. So it's just been really crazy. So do you think that, I mean, as, as far as continuing out the school year, I mean, obviously the, the standards and guidelines were more relaxed. Do you feel like you learned and accomplished things at the end of the year by online learning? I learned stuff for sure, especially in like my more important classes because my teachers tried their best to actually still maintain that. But I feel like some of my other teachers were struggling as much as the students were in adapting. And there were a couple of classes where I definitely feel like I didn't learn as much as I could have if I was actually at school. Right. Yeah, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and, you know, really having the realization that, that your teachers might be struggling. This, this is a new a new reality for all of us. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I could definitely tell that some of the teachers were struggling to um, adapt to the online stuff because some of the classes didn't have the resources set up to do online. So it's kind of hard to adjust to that. So how has it been connecting with your friends and your peers during this time? What, what's changed in that respect? Honestly, I like we hadn't ever texted as much as we have in this last like two month period. I feel like we're actually becoming more screen oriented than we were before. You know, everyone was like teens because their screens too much. But now it's like we have to to be able to stay in touch with each other and like give each other psychological support because yeah, it's important, I guess. And my friends and I have come up with really creative ways to keep in touch. So it's been pretty fun to <laughs> experiment with those. Oh, yeah. Can you give us an idea of, of what kind of creativity you've come up with? Um, so we like, especially in the beginning, we would choose movies to watch together and then we would Skype and watch the movie at the same time. It would be like actually being together. And then we also made a Google slide presentation where we all like document what we do on a daily basis, kind of like a diary where we can just actually know what we're doing and feel closer than we actually are. So it closes the distance a little bit. I love that. And so is that feeling like a healthy replacement? I mean, I know it's not the same as, you know, watching a movie in person or being in person, but does it feel? I feel that, I mean, I feel like it's a good way it's a good replacement for what we've missed i guess but obviously like you said it's not the same so it does feel weird at times because we can't actually do the things that we used to do and it is there still is that distance and we do wish we could see each other but we're trying to do what we can Right. I love and admire how quickly you all adapted and have come up with other ways to stay connected. What about for you? Um, yeah, um, I recently got a Twitch and Discord um, account, and so I've been able to connect with friends on there, um, along with uh, being able to text everybody and see how everybody's doing and talk to them. So is that is that feeling as effective for you? Are you coming up with creative ways? Um, we've been trying to. Honestly, all my friends are kind of lazy, so they really have not been able to do that. So what what do you think's the the what's one good thing that's come from this time? Because I don't know about you guys, I haven't hated everything about this. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's been good in a way that I can spend more time with my family and I guess pay more attention to my own health. (laughs) Like I've been exercising more and trying to spend more time on myself than I did before. And I think that's like, it wouldn't have happened if we didn't have this social distancing situation going. Right. Are you enjoying family time at your house? Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess you bring up an important point here. I mean, I think self-care um, is really, uh, you know, an important topic for all of us during this time. And you mentioned that it's kind of strengthened those connections with you exercising more. Than this. It's like, 
what are you guys doing for self-care? I've been taking walks uh, either on the treadmill or outside, depending on the time that I have. <laughs> and I've been listening to music and reading and, you know, sometimes with schoolwork, I love reading, but with schoolwork, it would be hard to read as much as I would like to. So with, I don't know, since I'm home, I have more time to do that. And it's been pretty therapeutic for me. <laughs> right. But yeah. Are you finding it easier to, to be motivated to do that during these times or is it still hard to like kind of kick in and get started? It depends on the day, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for, for self-care? Uh, um, I like taking my dog on a walk um, okay. and riding my bike a lot and reading and just um, try to take as much time off of electronics as I can because obviously I've been staying in front of it for several hours at a time so, for school. So it's... Yeah. I think that's a real thing. I mean, do you guys, are you experiencing screen fatigue from being online so much? I know you yeah. more. Is that real? Yeah, it's something that I never thought I would experience. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I love that we have technology to connect us in this way, but uh, I personally get tired of sitting in a chair being on a screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's definitely different. So the school year's wrapped up for you guys. Are you all done for the year? Yeah, yeah today was my last day. Oh, okay. Today's also my last day, so. Awesome. Great days, right? Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Um, so what are your plans for the summer? I mean, obviously everything's changed for that, too. Um, I... I um, yeah, I got, um, I'm working on getting an internship at A Precious Child over the summer. Okay. So I'm going to be doing yeah, that. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. But other than that, I don't really have anything set in stone, I think. I signed up for an online class at Harvard, like a free online class at Harvard, because I saw that they offered them and I was like, you know what? Why not? Because <laughs> I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> right. So you, you mentioned A Precious Child, which is a great organization that we, we partner a lot with at Bonneville. Um, tell us about what you guys do at A Precious Child. What is What would an internship involve and how are you guys involved there, if you want to share? Um, it kind of depends on the department you kind of work for. Okay. Um, so I'm doing I'm doing an internship with the Empowerment Center, which does a lot of um, outreach to um, clients and volunteers, um, along with donors and um, people who help support the organization. Awesome. What about you? Um, I'm going to do, I mean, I'm currently in the application process for the same area, but there are several other things, I think, aside, you know, just that there's, you know, coordinating the volunteers and stuff like that. But it's just a really nice organization, I think, overall, because the things that it works for really it's really amazing. So no matter what you do, you know that you're making a difference in your community. And I think that's 
a really good feeling for everyone. Right. So for those of uh, those who are listening that don't know about what a precious child is, can you tell us a little bit more about what they do? Uh, they work to provide equal opportunities for children and families who don't have access to resources as easily as others do, like clothes and um they provide scholarships for activities such as sports and stuff like that for children. And yeah, they work with immigrants and refugees and people that have been in emergency situations that are running from domestic violence and different situations like that. Wow, that's amazing. And how long have you guys been volunteering with them? Um, I've been volunteering for the last three years or so, three, four years. I started the beginning of my freshman year, so it's been two years, I think. That's amazing. I admire you guys for taking that on. So it sounds like you all have a lot going on, even though things have changed drastically in the world. You know, let, let's talk for a minute about, you know, what are the negatives of this time? You know, are you feeling more anxious or more depressed or more whatever? Um, I'm actually kind of worried about my grandparents and I have two great grandmothers and I'm honestly worried about them as well. Okay. So it's kind of hard to know what they're what they're doing and how they're doing, stuff like that. Are you able to stay in touch with them fairly regularly? Yeah. Yeah, I think the same goes for me as well. And my grandparents and like the entire entirety of my family, except for my parents and my sister, live in Turkey. Okay. So the situation is a little different there in terms of social distancing. It's not as stable as it is here. They have like, they go two days without leaving their houses at all. And then like two days where everyone has to go to work and stuff, it's really unbalanced. So it does worry me. Okay. And I don't know, I'm just worried about not being able to go back to school on time because I feel like I'm going to be a junior next year and it's an important year and it would be nice if I could be back with my teachers and my friends on time rather than later. Right. And I guess at this point, it's still still too soon to know if that's going to actually happen. Yeah. Is that what you're hearing from your schools that you just really don't know yet? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, you know, these are interesting times for all of us. And I, and I think the, the future of what we're going through is just going to have to play out a little bit. As much as that's painful, I feel like you know, as, as a community, we've really come together and done our best to adapt that we can, but it's it's still hard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's really hard sometimes. Has this brought you closer with your families? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, it has, but it's also kind of tense sometimes because you're always under the same roof. It right. can get a yeah. little... <laughs> difficult, especially right. with yeah. siblings, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's about that, right? Um, so are you, are you doing things with your families, you know, now that you're together more that you didn't do before? Are you having um, family dinners or games? <laughs> Board games and movie nights. It's been pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've just been doing a lot of board games together and trying to teach my siblings how to play those games since they're right. a bit younger. So do you both have siblings? Yeah, I have a 
eight-year-old sister. Okay. Um, actually, I have three siblings li- living with me. An 11-year-old sister, a seven-year-old brother, and then a three-year-old sister. Oh, wow. So, Your house is- yeah. So how how are they handling this, being younger than you, you guys? Have- um, my younger sister, she's been able to go back to daycare. Um, and my brother, he, you know, he's seven and crazy. He, he doesn't really take my sister going back to school well, because he can't go back to school. So we take, it's kind of hard for him to... Okay. My sister... Especially at the, like in the beginning of the COVID situation, she really like it took a toll on her because she obviously like missed being with her friends, and she was sad that like I at least got to meet with them like over my phone and stuff, but like she really couldn't see them ever, and she was really like sad about that, and it really got to her. She's an emotional kid anyway, so <laughs> yeah, but she's been getting used to it, and our neighbors are her friends so they've been playing sometimes okay how how are you seeing how are your friends doing with this um i've noticed my friends like at least two or three of my friends have kind of been struggling um one of my friends is a procrastinator like in class and stuff anyway she's been having a hard time keeping up with schoolwork and waking up on time and actually being motivated with doing things. And another one of my friends, I don't know, she has a hard time sometimes being at home and not being able to leave and not being able to see her friends and have that emotional support face to face. So it's, I've been trying to provide support for them in that way. That's great. What about for you? For you um, friends? Yeah, I've, I've been noticing the same things um, with my friends. Um, so I've been trying to like help them out with that too. Because um, obviously it's hard to, you know, get that support without, you know, not being able to leave the house and everything. Well, you guys sound like strong girls that, you know, are amazing examples and role models, you know, are just so to help support you. Wait, can you repeat the question? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Do you, are, are your friends showing up to support you? It sounds like you guys are, are doing that for others. Are, are people showing up for you all too? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. My actions yeah. are trying their hardest. They're reciprocating what I've been trying to do, so it's been pretty nice. I feel like most of us are conscious of how difficult this can be, and we're trying to help each other out the best we can. Well, I think that that's the interesting thing about these times. Like, I don't think we're all in the same boat, obviously, because everybody's situation is a little different, but it feels like we're in the same storm. I don't know about for you guys, but for me, recognizing that we're all in the same storm, to me, allows me to show up with more compassion or empathy and understanding for what other people are going through. Does that kind of resonate with you guys? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it's going to help us come together better and get closer, I guess, as a society, maybe, because we have something like this where we can all agree on certain things. Because I feel like there are so many, like, political and, like, other situations where people don't agree and this situation 
kind of makes you all have to be on the same page because it's such a crucial thing to well, it's kind fight of together. Form. You know, we're all we're all in yeah. the same form. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think? You know, if you could change something about this time, given the circumstances you know, that, that we could change, what would that be? And how do you think we could better support each other moving forward? Um, try to come together more, honestly, because um, honestly, more pe- there's people who need more help than others do. Uh, so we just try to help others as much as we can. Right, I love that. What do you think? Um, I agree with that. I think it's important for us to come together. But I don't know, it's just hard for us to do much when we're stuck at home. So it is something that we'd have to be creative and think through with. Well, you two have some amazing minds. So if anybody could create it, I would think it could be be the two of you. So, uh, you know, I I love what you're doing. I I know these are difficult times. This this too shall pass. But um, I just appreciate that you guys are still committed to supporting one another, supporting your friends, supporting, you know, community organizations that are helping others. That's really admirable work. So as we wrap up here today, is there anything else you'd like us to talk about or cover that we haven't talked about? No. No, I don't have anything. <laughs> that wasn't a trick question. I do have one last question of you guys, though. Um, so we end on a good note. What's one thing you're grateful for today? I'm grateful for my friends and my family and my teachers, especially seeing as how they've been adapting as but to the best of their ability for school and stuff. And I'm grateful that they're here for us. I love that. That's great. What about for you? Um, I'm honestly grateful that uh, for my friends and family and teachers, along with um, being able to connect with all of them and being able to support them as well. Ladies, I appreciate you both today. Keep keep your chin up. Keep doing the, the good fight here. And I wish you all the best uh, of summers with circumstances. And um, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. The Team Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.